What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Listen at Me podcast. As usual, I am your host, Tosh, and I have my friend back on the cast, Rod. You guys uh, remember him from the first episode. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Glad to be back on the podcast. Congrats on the success so far. Many things to come. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. You, how you been? You been, you been all right? Yeah, man. Just been doing some client work. Uh, you know, fat back full swing, twenty twenty one, getting off to a fast start. So, um, just glad to you know be able to create some more content on a daily basis. Yeah, man. I hear you, and it, it's funny because before, um. Like we don't we we don't really have like a set schedule for stuff. Like I'm I'm trying to be more I'm trying to be consistent with this now, but um and while also trying to, and for those of you who don't know out there, um, I'm an artist and I I um do some digital illustrations and I also have a page uh, called Taj Creates on Instagram, so you guys could go check that out, but um. With that, I try to be consistent with that as well. Um, but you know, art just takes like such a such a long time to do. And I have two kids, so <laughs> so you know that's always gonna be difficult, man. Um so you so you you've just been in the lab, you know, creating creating as much as you can. Man, it's been it's been it's been wild, you know, so been trying to stay consistent with one upload a week on YouTube right now, been trying to uh book more clients and, you know, trying to do more freelance work. And then also having, you know, still my nine to five, which is uh, you know, crazy with a newborn baby. Yeah. So it's uh creating content's tough, but you gotta make, you know, some priorities. Like I've been up since five AM and we're looking at we're we're right in the heap of ten at ten PM right now. So mm-hmm. hey, you gotta do what you gotta do in order to get what you wanna get in life. <laughs> yeah, man. How's the family? How's Libby live? Everybody everybody's good. Everybody's good, you know. Uh just gotta you know, she 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 has this new thing now where she wanna scream all the time. So I'm just looking at her <laughs> in her eyes like, Hey, hey, what what What's going on right here? Like you, what's what's happening? What you, you out here? You? you out here screaming and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and who you yelling yeah, at? Man. That's the thing I want to know. Who you yelling at? <laughs> hey man. So, um, now she, how old is she now? She um five months, right? About five months, man. Crazy. So you guys, um, have you ever have you guys thought about what y'all might do for her, uh, one year? Birthday. Uh, shoot, at this point, we might as well wrap her in a bunch of masks. <laughs> Just to, <laughs> and take her and take her outside and stroll her down the street. I wanted to see, I wanted to ask y'all that. Um, well, I wanted to ask you that to see, like, what y'all, what y'all had in mind. Because, you know, a lot of people, you know, because it, it, it's, it's the, like, the element of, oh, you know, we have a new baby. She's a year old or he's a year old. And, um, you know, so you want to, you want to, you're excited to do it. Right. But at the same time, it's like, man, they're not even going to remember this. Right, right, <laughs> so right. like, what am I doing? Right. 
you know. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not spending no uh, a hundred, hundred fifty dollars, two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars on a, on a birthday party <laughs> that no kid gonna ain't gonna remember. I ain't, I ain't doing that. Nah, man. I'm. I tell you what, and I can't even remember what we did for Mackenzie. Um, did I think? Matter of fact, I think. I think we had people over. And then you got did y'all did you guys come to Kenzie's first I, birthday? I think I think I think Becca came. I think I had a game that day. Oh yeah, that's I right. Had a game. So yeah. Um, but I don't remember y'all like you know like going ham ham. I think y'all had some oh, folk nah, over. Nah. But nah. <laughs> I felt like what we did was too much. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Know, like, <laughs> that's what I when thought. She, when she called me, I mean, because I thought the 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 gift that we had gotten her was a little od, and I was just like, oh. So, am I am I doing too much by getting her this gift, or am I am I doing the right thing? Man, I, I tell you, those those are like some of the hardest, you know, things to do because it's 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 like you know, essentially it's just a get together yeah. with friends and family, and that's basically it because. You know, the child isn't going to entertain you, per se. Kenzie does, though. Uh, however, Kenzie, <laughs> Kenzie does entertain the crowd. But uh, for the most part, but at that At just, that age right there, like when the baby's like that age, you, you pretty much got parents entertaining other parents or parents-to-be instead of like... Yeah. Like, and people people be like hype about the baby. But if you think about like grandparents or something like that right there mm-hmm. coming over... They gonna be more uh, uh, having attention on the baby, but meanwhile you got your whole posse of friends over here that they just yeah. coming together to just you know they they gonna bring the baby a gift. But <laughs> they coming to eat your food. That's all. They coming to that's all it they is. They coming to sleep on your couch or whatever. They they coming to drink your alcohol. <laughs> that's that's what all that's gonna that's, be. That's all it is, man. It's all it is, especially you know when they're yeah, like you said, when they're in that age. Um. I feel like it doesn't start getting like fun fun until they're like um you know when they start getting friends in daycare or in school you know the and they and they come over to to the house to um celebrate um which def which now I have a question for you and for people listening as well um I'm not sure if this I I I I I'm a hundred percent sure that this probably goes for everybody. But correct me if I'm wrong. Pizza is the staple of a birthday dinner. I, I, am I wrong in that assumption? I wouldn't say you're wrong. I I know for for me when I was younger, we used to have pizza from. There was a there was a, a Pizza Hut that was near us that that what we lived near, and so anybody within like I felt like a twenty mile radius, if they had a birthday, we was all going to that pizza place because we was one we was one the Pizza mm-hmm. Hut because they had like the it was some type of birthday thing. Now I didn't understand it when I was younger, but when when we were younger, like they would have this Pizza Hut thing where you you in there and you get all you eat pizza. Now, obviously, you know, some of the other brands of pizza, that's where everybody else went. But ours was Pizza Hut. So ever since I was young, 
If it was a birthday, there was pizza. <laughs> Man, look, I I I think that's what it is. I I think I just spoke for everybody. <laughs> when you, when everybody was younger, I, I mean, what's the age? Maybe fourteen and younger. Maybe that might be a little too high. But when you know you growing up. Pizza was the go-to. Pizza, chips, you know, some t- some, and that we we're not get we're not um uh, you know necessarily talking about the cake and ice cream. That's 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 a no-brainer, right. you know. But as far as the meal that everybody had for dinner for your birthday, whether you went to a birthday party, you know, of a friend or a cousin or something like that. Pizza was the main dish growing up, right? Yeah, for fact. I mean, for fact. But we, you know, and as a, as parents, we all know why that is. It's it's. I mean, it's easier. It's easier that now, way. I'm not, I'm all not, you gotta I'm not do quite in that boat yet, though. Like you, you've had a you. You're a couple birthday parties in, so now you know the budget for a birthday party. But, <laughs> but I'm, no, but you, you my, know, you would, you still, would think though. We not getting pizza when when baby girl turn one. <laughs> yeah, nah. Cause she she won't, she probably won't even be able to enjoy it for real. Yeah. She she probably just. She gonna, you know, but we we gonna keep eating these canned um, carrots. That's what we are gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but you know, when you think about it, it's like, well, how can I feed a bunch of kids and 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 have it be super duper convenient? Oh, pizza, pizza, yeah. This is like a no brainer at that point. Or, you know, if you're one of those people or one of those parents who you know cooked for a whole bunch of kids, then God bless your heart. Uh, you know, <laughs> you talking eight, nine kids, you were, including the parents. You a saint. You know, and other family members, man, y'all better go pick up a pizza, <laughs> like four or five boxes of pizza and bring that joint home. You know, man. So what what would, what would be next on the list, though? So if so, if pizza is the main go-to, what would be what would be next on your list? Like if you had to pick, what would be next on your list after pizza? Are we still? You mean, like, as far as like a a, a staple that's always been yeah, there for for a birthday, like growing for up, a you mean? Party, yeah. Well, the punch, right? The growing up, uh, my mom would make this um, this drink mixture. So it would be like some like lemonade powder and water, of course, right? And then it would be. She will put in um, like pineapple juice. Then she'll throw in some some um, some Sprite. I think that's what it was. I think I think that's. Sorry, Mama, I'm putting your secret recipe out there. <laughs> um, I think it was Sprite. I think she because it was fizzy. So I, I think it was Sprite that she that she would put in there. I think it was Sprite, and you know, and we we always always had that. Um, Chips. If you go on chips for a birthday party, what chips are you picking up? Because you got to remember, right? The chips, they're for everybody, but they're mainly for the kids. Then you got to realize, like, all the kids might not be, you know, the same 
ethnicity <laughs> as your kid. So you know what your kid likes. You don't know what the other kids like. So first and foremost, when we're talking about chips for the parties and stuff like that, I ain't getting original. Original to me is just like, why? <laughs> right, right. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not getting I'm not gonna get no original Pringles, no original Lays, none of that. If 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 we going if we going chips, um, like brand of chips or what kind what types of chips, oh, you gotta have Doritos. Come on, like gotcha. that's that's the gotcha that's another go to. Gotta gotta have Doritos. Barbecue. The barbecue. the nacho cheese ones. Barbecue too. Barbecue chips. Barbecue Lay's yeah, chips. Gotta have those. Man, dang, yo, you showed enough right. Yeah, those, those, and that's everywhere. That's not even just birthday parties. That's that's cookouts. You, that's, if, you have, <laughs> if you have an event that has chips at it, you gotta have barbecue Lay's. You gotta have barbecue. Because what else are you doing if you don't have a barbecue there? People gonna be looking at you like in disgrace. Like, so there's no barbecue chips here? Nah, we leaving. We gotta go. So funny thing, we gotta roll. Funny thing is on parents.com, on parents.com, the for older kids, chicken nuggets and sandwiches might not cut it, right? So the Heck top no. foods, the top foods for young kids, birthday party, top five foods, five or six foods were Hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me do a list, cause I let me <laughs> before you go there. Before you go there, you gonna, you'll, you'll be, you'll you be said surprised. what six? You'll be surprised. Yes, there are one, two, three, four. There's actually seven. You'll be surprised. Seven, and and, and we just talk, and we're talking about. Are we talking about like dishes, or are we talking about just stuff like like chips and stuff like like all of that is no, included? These are like dishes. Like these are birthday, okay. lunch, and dinner dish ideas. Okay, all right. So seven. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you my. There's seven. no clue. There, there's no way you're getting in an order. I don't even think you'll get three out of the seven. You don't think I don't so? Think you'll get three out all of right. seven. Okay. I, I wouldn't have got three out of the seven. So of course we're going with pizza. Right. That's that's always number one, right? Tacos. Okay. Uh, let's say that's two. Pizza, tacos. Actually, there's only six, so you only have to get four more. Chicken. I don't know if they're, I don't, you know, just chicken in general. It doesn't really have to be any, in any form, nugget form, you know, strip form. Chicken, tacos, pizza. Um, let's see, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to do one more. I'm going to step out of the, like, the cultural the cultural bias, I guess, and say like uh, chicken salad or like some type uh, or like, yeah, chicken salad. All right. So here are the six. A taco bar, mm-hmm. a macaroni mm-hmm. and cheese with optional toppings bar. Okay. I'm going I'm to stop you right Right. Here, right. Like I, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm not even at number three. And I mean, number three is probably the most traditional one on the list, which is pizza. But like a macaroni and cheese bar at a kid's party? Listen, look, hold on. First of all, we ain't having any type of bar, nothing <laughs> at no kid's <laughs> birthday party. I'm going to tell you that right now. Two, 
What kind of toppings are we talking about it for said, mac? First of all, mac and bacon, cheese, buffalo chicken bites, and breadcrumbs, etc. See, doing too much. Well, way too much. Doing too, way much. too much. Doing too just serve the mac and cheese the way the mac and cheese is supposed to be served. Check, check check these out: grilled cheese or BLTs with tomato soup. We talking about kids, right? Whose birthday party is this? Is what I'm trying to figure out. Who 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 who? The, the man, next thing on the list are quesadillas. Well, you can dig that because you you can you can just go to Taco Bell and buy quesadillas in bulk and bring them back to the house. No joke though. No. However, joke, though. I would definitely, if I had a six year old son, I would definitely get the Taco Bell big box, two of them jokers, three of the three, oh, two oh. or three of them with the twelve tacos in it. That right there is definitely a birthday party for guys. When my folks, when my folks come up here to visit us, that's what we do. That's the first thing we do. They get here around twelve o'clock. We go to Taco Bell and get the big box. It'd be like sixty-five tacos in there, and by the time we all done with it, you got about three left in the box, and we just get that to the kids or you know whoever around. But um, back to this mac and cheese thing, man. I can't get up. I can't get off this. What are you doing with toppings for mac and cheese? I mean, like I get it. If it's already made in the mac and cheese, I've never heard of toppings for mac and cheese. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. For the people listening, <clears throat> I'm not sure what you guys are used to. I just know that, you know, the bread crumbs and what what you uh barbecue. B- buffalo chicken. Now, now I've, I, now I've, I've had, um, I've made buffalo chicken, um, mac and cheese before and it was it was hidden you know but you know serving it serving it at a at an event or at a party it's too uh bold you know what i mean like there's no guarantee that everybody's gonna like it right you keep you, so keep, you just you might as well you keep returning to the buffalo chicken bites talking about some yeah they messing this up and you don't want to head you, you didn't have four <laughs> plates of it yourself you know it, it, when it's when it's hidden it's hidden you know it's, it's a lot of a lot of times when you do go to these functions and stuff like that, you're thinking, man, I, you know, maybe we should eat a little something before we go. Because you don't, you don't know what you're going to get. Right. You know, but you go in there and somebody's mac and cheese is slapping, then it's like, you know. That is one, bo- that is wow. one bougie birthday party if you have a mac and cheese bar, though. A bar. A bar. Of mac a and bar cheese? Of anything at a birthday party, you bougie to me. Unless it's, I mean, all right, okay, if it's a bar of pizza, I know you probably went to Little Caesars oh, and yeah. just got the yeah. hot and ready pep, the hot and ready cheese. Mm-hmm. You probably just got And you hit the hot spots. Yeah. You hit the hot spots. You go cheese, because you know there's there's people who like just straight cheese. Pepperoni got to be there. Pepperoni's not there. I'm leaving. I'm not staying for the festivities. I'm leaving, because you don't got pepperoni pizza. Then you want to go Supreme, because people, people like Supremes. People love Supreme. Right. Now, how, where, however, you go after that, you know that's just that's you just playing your own ball game. You kind of got to rely. Yeah, you just kind of got to rely on the people you know, and um, you know what kind of people is coming to the to the to the event. But that, I mean, that's a nice list. Uh, I didn't see uh, grilled cheese coming. However. Grilled cheese is, you know, that's that's one of those. Um, if the kids are staying, yeah. But if the, if the kids are staying all day, then yeah, you know, <clears throat> go ahead and make a few grilled cheeses. 
give it to the kids and then just let them let them run around and play. But one um, of the things, I t- but I not for you, like dinner. Hot take though, hot take. One of the things I did notice was that all of the foods that were on the list contained mm-hmm. cheese. <laughs> for real? Hold on. Pizza, quesadillas, mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> And what else? What else was it? Uh, yeah. That is like Every, everything. Everything is cheese. contained cheese. Oh no! Nah, then all the kids gonna be constipated at your house. Oh <laughs> no! Nah, we shutting it down. We shutting it down. Yeah, no, nah, no. Not doing that one. No, not doing that one. If you gotta use the bathroom, them little kids gotta go use the bathroom. Tan up my bathroom. Yo, call your mama and 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 <laughs> tell her to come pick you up. You do that at at your house. Don't, don't do that over here. So um I thought I had a question that I was going to ask you um, cuz we we're talking you I mean obviously you were talking about the art of debate last time and I'm not even sure it'll be a debate because I think this is more of a common sense, you know, answer like so we were we were on a discussion about you know Jeff Bezos and and I was like, you know, talking about, you know, podcasts and monetizing podcasts and and things of that nature. So and as I was listening to a couple other podcasts, we we're talking about monetization and how much is too much to put on social media. And so one of the things that I was looking at was, OK, so you have Jeff Bezos here. And if he decides he wants to help monetize your podcast, would you take his money or would you take him uh, endorse? Not now, I wouldn't even say endorsing, but like more so shouting out your podcast like would you rather if there was a set amount of money say that amount of money was a hundred k would you take a hundred thousand dollars of his money to put back into your podcast or would you rather have him you know like like say like share your content and say that that's he's a good listening one to it that's a good one um well for me you know uh like thinking about it if you just if you get the money you i would assume like there's there, there's like it, he, it's not like he's gonna announce it or anything like that so you're just getting what'd you say 100k 100k to put back into your like podcast or whatever but when if he was to shout you out or say something about your podcast or something like that on his platform i feel like people I feel like that'll that'll uh that'll carry you further mm-hmm. versus him just giving you a hundred K to, you know, do whatever with versus him saying, I have a um a friend, uh Taj, he has his podcast, his the the Listen at Me podcast. I want y'all to go check it out, you know, do write a review and um it's good content over there, you know, stuff like that. If he did that, I feel like a lot of people, because, you know, there's, there's a, I mean, a lot of people are going to listen to that. You know, if he said, I mean, he's not one of those, he's not one of those influencers to where he can just say anything and everybody will do it. But he, you know, he just, he's, he's, he's large. I mean, the man, he's, he's the richest man in the world. Right. Right. So, you know, when, if, if. If if you're gonna take any advice from anybody, it's gonna be from Jeff Bezos. So, for him to say, "Oh, you know, go check out this podcast," that'll su- that'll sustain you 
more than because you got you you have clout now and then you have you have people the you know the eyes now you know your the name of your podcast came out the richest man's mouth and he's telling everybody to go listen to it that's all you need right there and then you know eventually you you can get to that a hundred thousand you know from venturing out and doing other things and those same people that that listen to jeff bezos and they came to your podcast they could you know you plug in your stuff hey go here or you know check out this and check out that yeah you you yeah i, I would much rather i would much rather have him uh shout out the the podcast that would be awesome right like so so just to just a shameless way of just wanting to debate it could you could you even say like okay what if i took the approach of i'd rather have the money from him to because and here's what here's what i'm gonna say though and, and I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna preface this by saying that what i'm about to say is completely wrong because i don't think there's a hundred thousand dollars worth of podcast equipment that i would buy anyway so right <laughs> So um, hold on, so so it has to go back into your podcast, like it it it, it can't be, like you can't use it for nothing else. I mean, you could use it for anything else, I guess. But if you're speaking of monetizing your product, and mm -hmm. so for like so for you, for instance, it's uh, podcasting or art. So for me, it might it might be you know YouTube or content any type of content creation from a from a sense of a camera or something like that so my whole thing is is like if i took the money i could get better gear to ultimately make a better product so that then he might look up and be like hold up that that's the dude i gave 100k to look what he's doing with that 100k you know right um or, you know, hey, maybe you aren't even monetized yet and he says, hey, go out and watch his content. And maybe he does bring people to you, but maybe you're not pleasing people yet. And then there's that, that, there's that argument that says, okay, what if you go buy all of this stuff with that money and you're still not pleasing people because you don't have the right content? So there's a part of me that says, hey, take the money because then you can at least, you know, level up some th some things. But I just, you know, learned today that I could have high quality video with using my mm -hmm. iPhone on my SwitchPod. So, hey, I mean, I, I'm over here doing too many things in, in, my, in my own pocket. So I could probably just take a scale back and just use the iPhone. But see, and and I'm thinking, too, yeah, you know, to your to your point. Um, if he, if he gives you a shout out and people go to your podcast and the subject matter doesn't, you know, um, doesn't stick with a lot of people, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if, if, if the pool, if the, the pool of people listening to Jeff Bezos all go to your podcast, let's say. Like a thousand, like let's just say it's like a thousand people. Out of that one thousand people, you would assume at least two fifty, three hundred would stay, right? And listen, you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, um, you know, for to the opposite point of what you were saying, 
Um, now all all one thousand may not stay. They might listen to. They might tune in to that episode and think, oh well, you know the I'm more of a I'm more of a uh, murder mystery type guy or girl. So I'm I would rather listen to this other one instead of this one. You're gonna have people that stay. You know, which you you know you you banking on that because you just you just gain new listeners, and and hopefully for whatever your purpose is. So like my purpose for my podcast is basically to talk about things, um, to like just open up dialogue about stuff about things because throughout the day, um, like I tell people on the the other two episodes, like sometimes I just be sitting down and and think about something like a, 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 a quote or a question, or I'll like listen to either other podcasts or like interviews and stuff like that, where I, I'm like, I wonder why they would say that. And then in my mind, I'm just dissecting it. Or I might, you know, talk to my wife or I might call you or message you and say, so what do you think about this? This, I've heard this from such and such. What do you, what do you, what do you think? Right. And I like to, and I wish I could have a, a lot, like just people around me to ask that to, you know what I mean? And that's why I wanted to do the podcast. Cause I'm like, man, I wonder if I could get these thoughts out and, you know, have people, you know, listen and kind of have their own dialogue with, you know, their, their families or their friends and stuff like that. You know, it's cool. I, I, I would, I would appreciate that. That's, that's what I, that's what I do it for. So you know, for the for the thousand people, the one thousand people who listen or go listen to the show, and two hundred, three hundred people, you know, stay and become, um, you know, regular listeners. That's, I'm I'm cool with that. Right. You right. know, I'm cool with that. For my purpose, that is. Now, some people have like their different, you know, things or whatever, but. For me, that would that would be that would be cool. I wanted to um uh talk to you about uh what we did coming up in school. We both played basketball growing up. And uh being we were when when did you start playing basketball? Organized basketball. I think I played a couple years of youth. I think I tried out my first year in trying out was I think eighth grade. Hmm. So, and I, I I bring this up because this is also, of course, another thing that I've, I've I've thought about. I've been playing basketball since I was about six years old, and so I've been a student athlete from sixth grade to college. You were a student athlete. I do not think that people understand what student what a student athlete is. Like I think they get it, but I don't I don't think that they for people who who weren't student athletes, they may not really get what you know what you had to do. I feel like uh being a student athlete, bro, was one of the more the most difficult things that we had to do back then. I mean, I mean, I mean, just just for being a kid, you know, because um, when you got to middle school, high school, sometimes you would um, 
you would have practice every day. So you'll, 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 you'll practice after school. You have homework, maybe a test, something like that. But you'll practice from, you know, sometimes practice is at four or five. Sometimes, uh, matter of fact, I think uh, in middle school, I think our practices were at like seven, seven thirty, and we would practice for two hours and go back home, uh, take a shower and stuff like that, eat and then do homework to like until you basically either fall asleep or you were so tired you didn't feel like doing it. Right. And you would have to wake up early in the morning, try to finish it, go to school and do all it and then do it all over again the next day. It's one of those things, man, where I'm I'm like, man, how did as a kid, I mean, you, you know, of course you had your parents and you had coaches and things like that. So it wasn't like you were just going off your own esteem because if if we if we did, if we would either miss school or miss practices and stuff like that. But I'm like, man, being a student athlete, like looking back on it, especially like being a kid, like prior to, you know, what we do now, you know, adulting, as they call it, with a wife and kids and uh, a full time job. It's like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is is not easy compared to that, but it's it's it was and I, you know, I also think that you know the maturity has everything to do with it as well. But the the whole student athlete, but the the student athlete uh, look, I guess, where you got to pass, you, you like you have to make good grades to in order to even play. Right. So you have to find time yourself to do schoolwork, and then schoolwork on, and then on top of that, schoolwork isn't exciting right. nobody's rushing to do schoolwork. right so not only do you have to remember that you have schoolwork, but you have to then sit down with all the aches and pains in your body and stuff like that from running and doing all of this stuff to actually sit down and study or sit down and um um prepare for your exams or do the 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 10 page paper for one class and then do the you know the math for another class, man. It was man. Just just think, just thinking about it now is like making me tired. <laughs> right. Being a student athlete's tough, and then so from playing basketball from the eighth grade to playing in college to graduating college and becoming a coach, I think there's been different. I think there's been different sections of my life that I had to think about what a student athlete was at different times in my life and how and and what different levels of it was. So when I was in high school, there was no such thing as a student athlete to me. Like I didn't hear the I didn't hear the term student athlete until I got to college. Um when I was in high school it was just like you were, you know, you were you were a basketball player. A basketball player. And and that's and that's the way we that's the way we associated ourselves with things. Like there were there were times where you wouldn't necessarily talk to like and when you get to college it changes a lot because sometimes you won't even talk to other sports. Like and and, and it was the same way in high school, but it was a little bit different because you saw them every single day. Like there's there's times mm-hmm. in like in college where I may not even see 
someone from our track team. Like I, I may not ever encounter them the whole time. Like or mm-hmm. or I may not ever encounter somebody that you know, one of the people who play baseball or something like that. I may not ever encounter them. Uh, whereas in high school, you're gonna run into that person at some point in time. Like like it's it's just destined to happen. But from a perspective of academically, that's where it changed a lot. Because in high school, it was just kind of like, in high school, remember, they called it extracurricular activities. That's what they called it mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah. So it, it was it was no longer an extracurricular activity once we got to college. Uh, and once I became a coach, there was no such thing as an extracurricular activity. It was, it, you were a student athlete. It, this wasn't extra. This was your job. And and so uh, that's Man. that's where the terminology really changed for me. It was because it was like I went from being in high school where you know you I have friends play a football game on a Friday night and I'm I'm hanging out at their house, staying with them on a Friday night, and we get up on Saturday and we shoot the breeze and we go and maybe shoot some basketball at a local gym or something like that right there. We you know, sneaking into a YMCA or something like that, right? There. Like we, we was just doing some just crazy stuff. But once you got to college, it was like everything. That, like, we never heard of, oh, hey, this this person's not eligible this semester. <laughs> like, what? Mm-hmm. And like, and like, but what the crazy thing was, though, is when I got to college and I found out that that was a thing, I started to hear about it at the high school level. I started hearing, like, when I was in college, I would hear about, like, oh, yeah, such and such is not eligible this semester. I'm like, he's in high school. What, is that, what are you talking about? He's not eligible this semester. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you just <laughs> you just go to high school. But uh, I, I just I just remember being in that in that realm of life and being like, okay, so like, what's a what's a student athlete? What's what's an extracurricular activity? And then when you get introduced to all of that, and then people think that oh, so when you get to college people think you're still doing extracurricular activity but you're really a student athlete and they can't distinguish and and separate the two uh like it's it, that that's the thing that was like kind of hard i remember when i was when we were in school like we were in school together and and people would be like oh yeah you know all they do is play basketball and 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 teachers give them a, a slide because you know they own the, they own the mm-hmm. basketball team and their coach knows the professor or something like that. Like, like, no, nah, that's like, that's not, <laughs> that's not how it works at all. Like, I almost failed my first semester in college. Man, what? <laughs> and, that first semester was rough on your boy. I'm yeah. telling you, man, that was tough. And 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 when you got when you when you fell in your classes and the coach is still on your head, is this kind of like, all right, well what's really happening then because i'm trying to i'm trying to be the best me but at the same time this is no longer extracurricular activity this is a job so like literally that, that that right there is something that and i hope i hope people understand more and more about like what a student athlete really is and then when you think about it on a, on, a, on another level when you think about division 1 athletes like this is really like a business for them now because it's like there are people making millions of dollars off of your name. And, mm-hmm. you know, no one was making millions of dollars off of my name. But at the same time, it was like it was still a job because I was getting paid to be there. So and and people will like look at you and say, well, OK, well, these these college kids are getting paid by getting education. 
and and all right that that that's fair and i hope i hope that a lot of the student the students that get that opportunity take advantage of the fact that they do get a free education and that they do finish it but you also got to think about the circumstances that these kids come from like that's the thing you got to think about like and and unfortunately i've had you know kids at the d2 and and NAIA levels that have those same aspirations and those same hardships as a D1 athlete. I have a kid come to me and tell me, I'm trying to make it so that my mom don't struggle no more. But it's just like, you're at a NAIA D2, the, the playing field's a little bit stacked against you because that guy that's at the D1, he's got five coaches, you know, hanging around him every single day, basically, making sure that he gets where he's got to get to. Whereas if, if I don't check on you, you're you're done <laughs> like you know what i'm saying so it's like <laughs> so it's like that that that's the part that's really tough and you know being a student being a student athlete is tough no matter what sport you play because doing college classes enrolling in college classes and taking those is is really hard when you're trying to you know do do class have friendship you know be, yeah, be, it's be a, a lot of pressure. Like you know, like being 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 a good athlete. Work, yeah, working on your your game, whatever it is that you do. Yeah. It, it's it's a lot of pressure, lot bro. Of pressure. It is a lot of pressure, and I don't I don't think people talk about it though enough. I don't I don't think I've heard anybody like really dive into what student athletes um, go through, um, because I think because I, I think people see it as like, oh, well they. That's something that they want to do, you know, which is true. But a lot of people, a lot of people just take interest in it because it is another avenue for you to potentially go somewhere with it mm-hmm. at the same time. You know, like you were saying, some of those kids, maybe they, they didn't grow up in the best um, situations at home. But at the same time, it was like, well, we play basketball every day or we play soccer in the backyard every day. Um, and I could either play in the NBA or play overseas or something like that. I'm going to shoot for that, too, while I'm going to school. Some people have that in their minds and they're like, well, I'm a, I'm going to do everything I can to, you know, get to to play at a at a at a at a high level. Did you like I know you you liked coaching but did you or do you love basketball or did you love basketball when you were playing it absolutely uh i just think that you in a in a in a sense with everything in life i was telling somebody that i was actually talking to one of my athletes today and and i was just like everything in life every relationship in life um on here on earth has an expiration date and and I think that's what happened when it comes. I think that's what happens when it comes to sports too. Like there's an expiration date on, yeah, on your time in a certain sport or in a certain in a certain stage of life. And so, I think that I could have walked away from basketball multiple times. Like I had, you know, injuries, uh, red shirting my freshman year, not not holding things up, you know, to the par that I needed to. Uh, going into my junior year and and to battle through all of that right there and to, you know, make sure I made, you know, 
made at least made the team my senior year of college. Uh, that's all because of love. Like it wasn't because I was trying to be the best player on the roster. It was just all because I really love to play basketball, and more so, I like I like the brotherhood that you get from playing a mm-hmm. sport. You know, like I, I, a lot of the guys I played basketball with, you know, I still talk to to this day. Like, like it, that's that's what it became about for me. So, um, I do think that basketball gave me a lot, and so I definitely love it and loved it and and I still you know love it in a in a sense that I'll watch it any day of the week like if if it's something's on if you if you tell me that the Super Bowl is on but a regular season basketball game's on I'm probably going to watch the regular season basketball game <laughs> <laughs> no but I I like what you said man cuz basketball really if it, if it wasn't for basketball I I would not be who I I am today of course, God did a lot for me, but uh, you know, as far as as far as sports and, and playing basketball, because you know, when you look back on it, even today, when you when we complain, well, especially me about the journey of like how crazy it was, because we were we were just we it, it wasn't like we stumbled upon basketball. Oh, what is this orange thing that bounces? Oh, I want to play basketball. It wasn't it wasn't that at all. Right. By the time we turn, by the time we turned six, my dad was like, "Yo, y'all, y'all, y'all are gonna play basketball." So that's what we did, and I didn't, I didn't, I know, I I know for a fact that first I didn't want to, but that was, I'm six, <laughs> you know, yeah. so it was just like, what, like for what? I I don't even, I don't know why, but I came to learn to. uh except basketball um and i and i i will say that i i learned to love it yeah as i got older at first it was just like a it was just like a the relationship that i had with basketball at first was just like uh, when okay let's 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 just get this practice over with um (laughs) you know (laughs) i'm I'm ready to go home i'm tired i don't want to do this um but what basketball teaches you or what sports in general teaches you is um discipline for one um uh, which i think is probably the most important thing mm-hmm. uh especially today um it kind of keeps you out of trouble if you are a troublemaker or if you are easily persuaded it definitely keeps you out of trouble for the most part <laughs> um and I think that's what it did for me. Um, it definitely took me away from what could have been. You know, there's a lot of influences out there. You know, there's there's a lot of um, <clears throat> influences at school, you know, outside of school that if you're playing sports, you know, and you're you're working on your game and stuff like that, you don't really have time for the foolery stuff. That's not to say that you can't, you know, fall into it, but it definitely puts you in a better position than just going home and having access to, you know, the 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 crazy stuff or the, you know, the getting in trouble with police and 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 stuff like that. Basketball 
Uh, man, I, I just I, I just had a love a love hate relationship with basketball because you know <laughs> it, it was what what one you know getting the friends like you were talking about earlier having friends and the camaraderie that you get with the fellas and stuff like that um was it meant it meant you know the world as well but also it's like man we do this like this isn't this isn't easy right you know when you're playing a sport and you're playing it at a a a, a certain level it's not easy so you got that bond with everybody too cuz it's like bro we survived that practice dog like <laughs> i can't i have to crawl to the calf however we survived it and my fellas was there with me and we got through that um huge ice bags on your knees your elbows you got you know you coming up to the cafe to the calf your shirt all loose now because everybody was like you know pulling on you you got sores and scratches and all of that stuff that's it was not easy man it was not easy not at all and you know you appreciate that you know when you get older i feel like anytime you're in the middle of something whatever it is when you're building that's what they call it when you're character building or you're you know starting something in your life or going through something when you're in it, you, you generally never really see the, the positive side of it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, God, man, practice tomorrow again, man. Right. Dang, yo. Like I can barely walk today after this practice. Yeah. What I'm going to do tomorrow, you know, <laughs> but then you got a game after that day too. And it's like, uh, you know, we, we got to be ready for that. You know, it was still it was still one of those um, things where you're just like, man, I just I would just like to take off like a week right. of this and 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 um, and then come back. But like I said, it it, it does make you um, that the the discipline that it shows you and it teaches you. It, it's it's probably the best thing uh that a young man or woman uh can have because it 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 literally does teach you you know to like when you are faced with let's say uh peer pressure or something like that i feel like you you have the the discipline to kind of think on think for yourself and 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 of, of course not in uh, every single situation, but I, 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 I'm saying this because for me, if it wasn't for having to uh, get up every single day, go to school, go to practice, um, and doing it every single day, I feel like I wouldn't be mentally tough at all. You know what I mean? I think it really built, you know, a, a mentality and I, um, I don't even know what the word is for it. Like you kind of build up this uh, this toughness to where it's like, well, you know, I, I'm in control of my life. So right. if you don't want, if you don't want to be pressured or conned into doing something, you're not going to let it happen. Right. Just because of what it teach, just because of what the the routine or the the um, the discipline teaches you. Not only that, but you're learning from your coaches and things like that, and you realize those are another group of people that you can rely on. So if you are 
if you do feel like you're like in trouble or if you do feel like you need help or something like that, you can go to you can go to them and to even to some other uh, guys on the team, you know. But man, every time I think about it, I'm like, gee, I, I got to take a deep breath because I'm like, whew. <laughs> Imagine that. I mean, you know, when we go, when we do the day-to-day stuff now, we're not like in pain and, you know, we're not, you know, the pressure. Because you, when you when you go through that, it, you feel like you can do any, anything else, literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's what I mean, man. It builds up so much, like, and I can't say confidence because it's not like in the moment you're thinking, oh, I survived that, I can do anything else. No, it's just what you realize when you stop doing it, it's like, is somebody else on the outside looking in? Wait, you about to go do what? Didn't you just come back from the library? Uh, yeah, but I got to do this too, so I'm gonna go do this. Right. And then people they're like, "Yo, you just you don't stop." But you, like I said, you don't you don't think about it. You've just been so conditioned to do to be on the go. Matter of fact, you remember you remember when we were on breaks coming from um like winter break and stuff like that. When you got home, you felt uneasy because you're like, yo, I'm supposed to be doing something right now. When technically you're not. You're on a break so you can chill, but your body won't let you because it's like you've been so you've been conditioned so much to 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 just because it was always something there. If it wasn't class, it was uh, practice. If it wasn't practice, it was study hall. If it wasn't study hall, it was, you know, having to you know, study for a test or do some book report or group thing <laughs> man I'm, I'm telling you it, it definitely uh you definitely get a lot out of that ride man that that journey and i and i appreciate it too you appreciate that the the journey at the end and i guess that's like with anything else but but yeah man um i appreciate you for coming on man that was uh uh it was fun you know reminiscing and and uh, stuff like that. I'm having flashbacks right now as we speak. <laughs> of that don't, stuff, don't man. Flat, don't flashback too far because I don't want to feel that pain no more. <laughs> <laughs> I, yo, I remember. Look, and this is no exaggeration. I remember being in class and asking. I mean, letting the teacher know. Look, uh, I, it's hard for me to sit down. So um, if you don't mind. Like if, 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 if my legs start to hurt too bad, can, do I have your permission to, you know, walk around the back of the room? And she gave me that, she gave me that, bruh, we ran so hard this one, this was in high school. We ran so hard this particular day or the, yeah, the day before that, uh, the, the next day I couldn't, I couldn't sit. And, um, man, that was, that was a heck of a, <laughs> heck of a. A thing, cause everybody was like, "Yo, you good?" I'm like, "Yeah, man. I we you know practice yesterday kind of, <laughs> kind of got us." And I don't, yeah, I think it was guard. practice, huh? So it kind of got you off guard. Yeah, it was tough, but yeah, man, I appreciate you for coming on. Let everybody know the, your 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 Instagram, just in case they. Cause I know you said it in the first the first episode, but like, you go just remind everybody. Yeah, you can you can get me on Instagram at coach underscore plugged in. That is coach plugged in on YouTube, or you know hit me up on Twitter at uh, R Casey at R Casey on Twitter. That's R K A S E Y on Twitter, and uh, you know shameless plug for the plugged in channel.
<laughs> and yeah, man, y'all go check out his uh, YouTube uh, channel, the Coach Plugged In channel. Um, for you listeners who love technology, you know, want to know the reviews on certain devices. Like he just got a matter of fact, I think he has a video on um, the M1. What is it? The M1 M1 MacBook. MacBook. Yeah. 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 So if you're a techie and you want to, you know, figure out the specs and, you know, the 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 good and the bad about that particular item, just in case you were in the market for it or something like that, you can go out, go to uh, the coach, the coach plugged in page and, and check that out, too. Like I like I mentioned at the beginning of the of the of the episode, um, I am an artist. I have and I have an Instagram called Taj Creates. That's T A J H C R E A T E S on Instagram. Um, you guys can go check that out. I have a few pieces on there, um, and if you like it, you know, DM me if you if you want me to draw something for you or you know do a digital uh, illustration for you. Just hit me up. Also, please go follow the uh, Listen at Me podcast um, Instagram. And is there anything else you you have for the people? You good? Nah, just uh, you know, thankful to be back on, and uh, let's keep marching forward in 2021. All right, everybody out there, you guys stay safe. Appreciate you guys for listening. I'll catch you in the next one. Peace. <laughs>